Hello and welcome to this week's episode of BWB Extra, where we continue our conversation with Ben Thompson, CEO and co-founder of Employment Hero. We take a deeper look at how and why Ben started Employment Hero, the journey he's been on to build it into a billion dollar company and the vision he has for both its future and his own. We also discuss his views on the adoption of a fully remote working practice and why he believes it's going to lead to change that will revolutionise employment on a global scale. Welcome to Becoming a Hero. So when you say deregulate, I mean, can they, can in Australia, can you now fire people at will or...? No, no, much different to that. So... Um, there was a case in 1904 called the Harvester oh, Judgment. God. Yeah. Okay, we're going back away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it basically started this trend in law, which was the highest court in the land wanted to make sure that employers paid a living wage. To determine what a living wage was, they literally had a, this harvester decision where they brought employees into the into the court and said, "What are your costs of living?" And they looked at everything, oil for the heaters, yeah. flour, tobacco, alcohol, every, every cost of... Li- individual needs. Individual needs. So I am addicted to... No, they used a sample of employees from the from the Sunshine Harvester Company. I've got 12 children and I need to feed them all. Yeah. That's going to increase my pay. Ultimately, the decision, eventually, I won't get too far into it, but what they said was you have to look at everything that an employee needs and... They dictated exactly how they had to get paid. From that decision onwards, it turned into each industry would go to the court of arbitration and arbitrate what the the wages would have to be. And those eventually, over 100 years, 200 years, became, um, no, 100 years, became what's called modern awards. So in Australia, you have an award the modern award system. So in hospitality, there's a modern award. In retail, there's a modern award. And each modern award is about 150 pages long. And it's a set of rules and conditions about how people in that industry must get paid. And wow. Yeah. It's not got a figure. Like uh, there, there's diff- many figures. So, so the figure would be like $3 at this point if it's 1904. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, pounds maybe. Yeah. Um, well, the, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was point. actually uh, one pound ten pence. You have or something. to pay no, yeah. all your employees in a different currency. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So Australia today still works with the modern award system. So I'll tell you, giving you an example, right? So if you're an employer and you're running the bar across the, the pub across the road here, you pay people on a Sunday double time and a half. So there's regular ordinary hourly rate. Oh, God, you've still got overtime provisions and stuff. Oh, that just gets started. So it starts with the ordinary <laughs> which would rate. would have been from the historic times, which now really don't apply. Yeah, it's 24-7 global economy. So there's an ordinary rate. Then there's penalties, loadings and allowances. And that depends on the day of the year, the hour of the day, the type of work, if you're serving people behind the bar versus picking up glasses. If you have a TAB, like a betting system in the hotel, then you have to pay a special allowance to people who are taking people's bets. If you're serving meals, different. If you walk into a cold room, like a freezer, there's a special so freezer you allowance. Serious stuff to work out. What How does anybody work paid? out what anybody's supposed to be being paid? It's like that's why that's insane. exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. Like so. So they then got rid of that. They got rid of it for a nanosecond. So in 2007, the, yeah, in 2007, the Howard government brought in this very unpopular piece of law called Work Choices, which basically just brought Threw in the out. UK system. Okay. It said, it said there's a wage. minimum wage. 
Everything above that you can figure out. And there was a lot more. There were 10 other conditions on top of it. But that to me, it's music to my why ears. Was, yeah. Why was it unpopular? Did people end up getting paid less? Unions. So on when you arbitrate these modern awards. Your unions are really the, the, strong in Austin. Yeah. Oh, they are strong because they run the, the Labor Party. 60% of the Labor Party is uh, votes in the Labor mm. Party and the caucus are, are um, provided by unions. And so they do have a lot of political influence. They never had Thatcher go through and sort of restructure. There was never a new Labor. It's the, no, it's the original Labor. No, if I was Charlie Andy, I'd tell you how great Margaret Thatcher is. I love Maggie. <laughs> Careful. She oh, my God, it's degree. all of you. It's the entire Uri family, uh, Maggie Thatcher. Oh, lovers. listen, she was amazing and I loved her handbag, but we'll move on. Yes, I'm surprised let's. Andy likes her. I did try. He's too young to remember things like... Thatcher, Thatcher, so milk, milk Snatcher. Yeah, I knew that. He's, he's just that little bit too young, but that's why he likes her. So, yeah, so in 2007, Howard government came in, so this is a ridiculous system, we'll get rid of it. They passed the law, they actually own, they, they controlled the Senate and the House, so they managed to get it through and then, you know, the, the, it just was so politically unpopular. It was reversed in like nine months. They had to, they had to bring it all back. And, and now we still have it. We still have the modern award system. And so what I did with this software with Employment Hero and KeyPay was I took those awards and all of the rules and conditions in there and I programmed them into the payroll system. Um, so, yeah, my clients as an employment lawyer back then were all getting in trouble for not understanding these awards and that was the impetus for creating a software system that automated. Do you, do you ever regret leaving the law for a life of entrepreneurship? Never. I was such a bad lawyer. I, I just, I've got ADHD. I can't concentrate. People used to hand me contracts when I was in corporate law. People would hand me license agreements and big fat oh, contract. contracts, man. I'd get halfway through Yawn. the front page. I'd be like, oh, and you need this when? Like tomorrow. Can't do it. Uh, were you diagnosed with ADHD? No, self-diagnosed. Did you? Yeah. You did a little Google search and worked it out. Well, WebMD. One of my kids has ADHD. Does he? Yeah, and um, when I take his medication, it works. So <laughs> do, I presume. You, do you feel better? <laughs> so do you have ADHD? Uh, I think our whole family have got yeah, ADHD. Yeah, I, I would. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I'd like to go out on a limb and diagnose the entire family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was badly dyslexic at school, failed everything. My husband walked school, so we're now into hilarious conversations because our children are really. One child is struggling at school, and one walks school. And my husband's like, "What on earth?" I'm like, "Oh my god, that was me! I just chatted my way out yeah. of out yeah. of doing any assessment, any anything." Yeah. Um, and in fact, our most successful clients have no qualifications. Uh, very, you know, it's it's very common for, to to have failed stuff, you know, dyslexia, any of these things. I mean, to me, it's all a label. I don't necessarily yeah. agree with any of it. My my in my final year of primary school, my teacher <laughs> asked my mum to come to school and said, "He's never going to." go to university. He's never going to finish high school, so you really need to sit down with him and choose oh. which trade he'll do. I was told, get married, have children, <laughs> no hope for this one. <laughs> that was my career advice. So that's what my dad said. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and thank God I had a dad that said Yeah, but no. just think if you hadn't had parents like that. Who I just know. Went, oh, yeah, well, the authorities are telling me that my child is never going to do anything, therefore I won't push them in any way. Mm. 
I mean, it's thankfully it's not that way anymore, or less, I would say. Yeah. In terms of it's more accepted, but I'm still horrified on our education that we're still teaching the way that we've taught for years. Yeah, and and this is this is what you realise with technology. Technology would allow every classroom on the planet to actually, but provide bespoke education to every child based on their abilities at that point in time and interests at that point in time. One teacher to many students means you have to sort of provide a standardised education. But if we could build in much more technology, you you could just create much more flexible and bespoke learning for people no matter what age they're at. Why is it uh, every six-year-old has to learn exactly the same thing at the same time? We don't put any money into our educational services. We do. We put a lot in. We just don't put it in the right place. I think COVID and the lockdown and all that kind of stuff really showed us, like, stuff that we hadn't really noticed before, like the amount of families in the UK, of which there are way more than I ever thought there were, who don't have any access to the internet or computers in the home. Yep. You know, so you've got this whole kind of group of disadvantaged children that just don't have the wherewithal, the things to allow them to learn at home or look at stuff when they're not at school. Oh, you've just touched such a rich vein for, and such a passion for me. This, this light bulb moment at the start of COVID when we all started working remotely, first thing I realised was that geography is no longer a constraint to employment. You can work anywhere for anyone on the planet. And we've really adapted to that. We've really adopted that as a business. But now, like most recently, I've been thinking about, you, you talk about some towns, some people in England mm. who can't, don't have internet. 3.8 billion people on the planet have internet. 4 billion people don't. That's 4 billion people who in the next five years, because Elon Musk is putting Starlink satellites into orbit that will provide high-speed global internet, that's 4 billion people about to start to participate in the online economy, doubling the size of the online community in the next five years. My, my theory is that the what I call the remote work revolution will lift more people out of poverty than the industrial revolution. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Clark got its start back in 1935 And while the world has changed a bit It's more than just survived From complying with the FCA And all things financy They can also speak fluently In the language of legalese Ori Clark was born and raised Right here in the UK And now for 20 years They've been helping others Get set up and on their way Ori Clark's door's always open and happy to provide straight talking financial and legal advice since 1935. Big shout out to Sean Veer Singh for a stellar jingle. You can find him at Sean Veer Singh Music on Instagram. And at this point, let me quickly remind you to give us a nice review, please, on Apple Podcast or follow us on Spotify so you'll never miss an episode. Now back to the chat. So explain to me, KeyPay, hold on, because KeyPay is amazing and I do want to talk about it because it provides global payroll solutions, no? Well, global in the, global in the countries I mentioned, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Malaysia, and the UK, shortly the Philippines, Ireland, Spain. What, those are the next ones coming through? And Canada. 
Okay, so you will roll out in those so that whatever business is operating, they can use this one platform and it will do it. Yeah. Okay. And they just put in the information and it tells them? Well, they probably don't even have to put it in because the whole idea is that you would capture that information on the fly, like through clocking in and clocking out with your mobile phone or just through Employment Hero, your interactions. You know, we've got all the data. We would like to make payroll completely automated. That's where we're getting to. We're getting very close to that. Globally. Yep. So the other thing we're working on, which is which would be good to discuss, I'd really love your opinions on this because it can be quite polarizing, but we've launched a thing called Instapay. And so, again, going you know, spending nights at home in front of Google, I've looked at how people get paid. And in the UK, almost everyone gets paid monthly. In arrears. In arrears. Instapay allows people to be paid every hour. Cash flow. In real time. Good for certain industries, not for all. Not good for employees. Why, why should employees lend their employer? Okay, but hold on. So this is a <laughs> interest-free <laughs> their interest. salary. So wages. You're living used off the employee. Paid. No, I disagree. Jesus, how can you stop? Okay, no, well, we will have a row about this. Cash flow. How do you pay your employees? Uh, we pay them monthly in arrears. <laughs> monthly in arrears, but they have access to Instapay. So if they want to draw down their wages in real time, oh, okay. they have access to it. What are, the, the, it's probably so everybody can ask. And God, I, I I advance many staff money. Yeah, but why does it still? Work but you're advancing what uh, I think because the mainly is. mortgages. So look, historically, people were paid weekly cash in hand. Okay, that was the entire UK industry, and some industries are still paid cash in hand weekly. Very few, but but some predominantly construction. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> um, so it then got into so the states is bi week so every two weeks they are paid but the norm is every two weeks and mainly the bigger your business the bigger the mechanics and sorting out so instant you're right you probably raise a valid thing that maybe we should be paid weekly well, or daily. you feel that the the issue is mainly historic because basically this crazy belief. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but that people can't manage their own money. I know. And that's what I was trying to get to is that there's this parental supervision control thing where employers, I've I've heard it so many times. But the younger ones, it is to do with that. And in fact, we still have it in our business that they they spend their wages and therefore can't afford to get to work or what have you. Yeah, because they get paid on, you know, the, the, the 15th. And they spend their money on the 16th because they go out on an but absolute bender. Yeah. But what's so where what we can do, literally with Employment Hero, you can and it's you're more probably, for you're right. It's more for I, younger okay. people. It's we're more gonna, for young, we're gonna do a wager because you believe that people should just be paid in real time. I think if they need access to their money, they but should they have can. access they to can. their money. They can. So any business you can ask for an advance on your wages. And is there a legal yeah, obligation? But how many to provide businesses it? would actually no, give it to you? But I would say, you know, it happens regularly in our business and we give money. And we've also created a fund if people are in a lot of shit and we have helped people, we will give. I would say most people, if someone came to Ben and went, I've run out of, you know, please. Yeah, we would do it too. But my argument would be that for monthly payroll, it it used to be that your clients paid you by cheque, you had to 
put the cheque into the bank. There was a five-day clearance. Yeah, it was cash flow. But nowadays you send out an invoice, it gets paid, the money comes in within 24 hours. It's all... No, 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 no. Hold on, Ben. I've, I've got to rein you back on that. The major companies in the UK pay at best within 90 days. Generally, so COVID hit, they will tell you, I'm talking major establishments, do not release funds. They can say, we're not going to pay you for a year on that invoice. And so one of the issues in the UK has been the release of money because if the top ranking companies have such large payment terms, once they've got to release the money before each trickles down. And so actual cash, you're, you know, the concept of cash has kind of gone now because that was really what ultimately caused also lots of the delay because the trickle down of the money going from the top company all the way down to the bottom meant actually you had no money in your bank account until these... We actually fund it. We actually fund it in the interim. So what we do with Instapay is that, particularly in retail and hospitality and you know, high you know, hourly working, a person can turn up to their shift, they can clock on, they work for six hours, they clock off, and their money's in their account. That's fair because they've done the work, they've earned the money, they've been paid. We cash flow it, then the business pays according to their normal pay cycle, and then we recoup that money back. So it's back a bit like invoice factoring, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's what we're doing. But I think that's where we're sort of the world is heading to real time payment and payroll and autonomous payroll and payment. Okay, so Ben, you are like the thought leader. You have predicted shit. Pre-COVID, you were all fully working remotely. Talk to me about that. No, we weren't. No, we started on the... That only happened at the start of COVID. You had offices pre-COVID? Yep. How many offices did you have? Not that many offices. I mean, we had one major office in Sydney. Um, And everyone came in And everyone came in every day. Including you? Yep. Yep, used to commute to work, every, drive to work every single day. And, um, and on Friday the 13th of March 2020, one of our staff members came back from overseas and oh, no. suspected of COVID. And so we said, we, you know, she was Typhoid in the office. Mary yeah, 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 turns exactly. up to the office, yeah. <laughs> exactly, Typhoon. And, um, and so we all went home and then, uh, you know, basically everything went into lockdown and we were, we've been at home ever since and we're never going back. Nobody wants to go back? You got rid of your premises? We still have the premises because you can't, it's very hard to get rid of it. <laughs> um, but no, we only get, like we've got 250 people in Sydney and we probably get 10 people a day on average in the office. How do you keep the kind of the bonding and the camaraderie between we, employees? So we, we, we do lots of online stuff. We have a, a big all-hands meeting every week on a Friday afternoon. It's social. There's there's drinks and music involved. Somebody on plays Zoom. guitar. Yeah. Someone plays guitar. Somebody. <laughs> this is so <laughs> very Australian. I struggle with, you know, only one person at a time can chat. So like Andy's whole chat of like when you're in the pub, you know, you can start having a sidebar with somebody. But on those social Zooms, you can't start yeah, everybody's having a listening. sidebar. Everybody starts listening to your conversation. But then have the side, like have a conversation. Oh, the, have you watched the chat? Like so in our all hands, there's 550 odd people. Fuck. And but there's you know, there's the chat. And so you I'm talking, you know, I do a CEO CEO update. And I'll be saying stuff, and then I'm watching. I'm watching the chat, and people are just taking the piss. 
And uh, and so I'm sort of cracking up halfway through whatever I'm saying because that is the sidebar. It's okay. in the it's in the chat flow. It is different. It is different. Like being here this week and catching up with the team and going out. We had how a great, many people have you got here? Uh, thirty eight. Okay. Yeah. And did you all physically meet? Yep. They're all working remotely. Yep. No office. Nope. Uh, we've got access to WeWork, but that's okay. It. Yeah. And they're quite happy with that. Yep. But what we are doing, the big thing, this is the canon, so I'm going to find out if this is another canon experience. But the um, the canon that we're firing in August is a global gathering, which we we expect cool. will happen annually. So we're bringing 550 people. Where are you going to go? Thailand. Jesus, we've got a resort. you've gone large. Yeah, yeah, this is a big canon. This could be a big screw-up. But... Um, I just hope long? no one gets pregnant. Um, <laughs> so do I. I don't know you could start the next generation of employees. Exactly. Like, this, is, this is perpetual. This is how you, this is a legacy. We're going to leave a legacy. And this is just a bonding We've session? never done it before. Yeah, well, it's not work. So it's like we were talking about it earlier today. We've got, we've got people that work for us who are, you know, programmers and there's a lot of people on the spectrum there's a lot of, you know, the sales team who are incredibly <laughs> extroverted. There's They're like, going to be the entertainment. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just think we can all come together and find the common interests. And I think that we can we can do in a, in a week, we can have an, as well, much. you could do in a year. Yeah. because being every day. Yeah, Friday nights. You know, we used, to, we, used to do, we used to do a thing called Friday on a Friday afternoon. We'd have meat pies of very Australian sort of like, well, I'm sure you guys That's do so it here. Australian. But yeah. Yeah, and so we're going to go to Thailand. We're going to spend a week together. And I reckon that all the camaraderie that we would normally build face-to-face in the office, we can do We can do that and some yeah, within a week. Yeah, the and some is what you want to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. That was this week's episode of BWB Extra. Thank you to Ben Thompson for joining us. A big thank you to you, dear listener. And we'll be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, please rate and review us on Apple, follow us on Spotify, and come say hi on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, at bizwithoutbs. Until next time, it's goodbye.